What's up, y'all? Welcome to Chloe Across America. Yes. Oh, what's going on? We coming back new and improved. That's right. We're coming back new and improved. After last week, I had to come back strong because y'all wasn't going to roast me two weeks in a row. Um, if you aren't aware, last week we had the craziest show that we've ever had uh, because my power went out. So the first half of the show was me with a spotlight uh, looking like Jennifer Hudson. Uh, 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 uh. Anyway, um, this week we are back with our regular set and our regular setup. Uh, Tim is here. Tim, would you like to come say hello to the folks real quick? Because you know they love you. You're muted. See, he can't even do this right. He can't even unmute himself, y'all. Um, hey, I was doing that for you, but um, don't mess up this week. Cause there's a there's a there's a a, a a nice little video loaded up in there what? that if you mess up, that's coming on. I know oh, you don't want to you don't want to hear it, but it's up there. See, see, this is the thing Timmy doing. Timmy like loading stuff in his secret arsenal that I don't know. So if anything happens, he's like, I'm a I'm a shame. I'm gonna get her. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't. Yeah, yeah. So don't mess up. <laughs> I, you already messed up. Okay, fine. Thank you, Tim. Um, what's up to all the folks in the comments? <laughs> hey, Americans. Let's say hi to Bryce's. Hi, y'all. I, I, didn't, I didn't get a chance to do this last week because we was, you know, out here struggling. Uh, hey, Damara. What's up, Gabe? I know you're going to enjoy tonight's show. You, you, you really are a tough critic. Um, hello, Renina. How are you? Danielle. Nice to see all of y'all. What's up, Brooke? Yes, Bryce's. He got me uh, cherry popping. And it's so funny because I, I had to do an audition. So that's why I had the green screen video. And when he showed me this uh, little thing that he just did, it reminded me of the Nana Cherry uh, video. Remember Buffalo? Um, what was it called? Buffalo Stance with Nina yeah. Cherry? And the whole, no money man could win my love. Something, dun, 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 that one, that song. You want to dance in a Buffalo Stance? That song. Maybe I'll do a recreation of that. Maybe I'll do that. Now that I have a green screen, we could do some fancy things, right? Okay. So, um... I have a great show. This uh, evening, we are doing nothing but the headlines. We're joined by two hilarious comedians to help us get through the news that was. And I'm so excited because you're doing something that I've never done before on the show. So I'm excited about that. So without further ado, I want y'all really quickly to go ahead and tell anybody who um, is not in the show right now to come to the show. Make sure you share the link. You can also subscribe to the new YouTube channel, and it is in the caption of the YouTube video. If you're watching right now, the live stream, just go to the description and then like share that link. And so, you know, the real tea is I have to get more subscribers on the new channel before I can activate all of the like special stuff. Like before I can do super comments and, you know, donations, you know, throughout the show versus you like sending me a cash app or whatever, you can just do it in the comments on the YouTube interface. Um, and we all know that this account, my main account, the one that has the most subscribers is like shadow bands. That's a whole nother story from a whole other time. If you're just now joining us on this journey, you can go back and hear the story about it, but it was Tim's fault. Just want y'all to know that. Um, and then, <laughs> and then subscribe to the new channel and then we can do all of those like bells and whistles. All right. So 
Um, I see somebody in here is is asking about Tim. They said Tim is fine. Is this a love match? Hey, Afran89, are you are you out here cruising for a bruising from Tim? <gasps> okay, we're gonna find out a little bit more. All right. So let's please welcome our guests to the show. All right. Uh, first up, this gentleman is super hilarious. He is, uh, he's a Renaissance man. He does everything. He, uh, does illustrations, uh, stand up comedy. He writes, he's a writer for, first of all, I mean, he's a writer for stars, uh, network. He, uh, has a comedy album called first of all. Um, and he also has a new clothing line out. So please welcome to the show, Mr. Clark Jones. How are you? What's up? So glad to be here. This is great. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So what's going on? Tell us about um your latest I'm good venture. On the camera. But, um no. Um not <laughs> like sometimes you surprise yourself, like you'll never know what you're gonna get. I'm like, okay, this is this is the right shadows. It's also the, are- the ring light. The ring light does amazing things. Ladies, y'all kept that from us for a long time. I'm glad we in Nobody tune. kept that from um, y'all because no, because men just don't want to look good. That's the problem. Men don't I don't know what men you know, but I'm very happy men with the don't results. Want to Put, men don't want to appear as though they put forth the effort, right? Until it is all socially acceptable. Uh, okay. But how do women feel about that? Do you like a man that tries? Yeah, absolutely. I want you to. I want you to get work through all of that stuff so that you don't have any like repressed feelings as well, right? Because a lot of times, men have repressed feelings about um about what's the word like you know looking good, right? Like they don't uh, want to put out there yeah and then they also put it on women that's the thing like they uh they will say that to women it's like oh why are you getting your hair done why you why you think you look cute and it's really because he want to go get his hair cut he want to go get some you know a manicure and a pedicure like you could be masculine and do that stuff without you know but see that's the problem it's so funny to see either man like get fully committed in a relationship or have a daughter and then he really gets to be who he is you know what I'm saying? Like before that, when it was just mostly men around, he had to, oh man, I don't be, I don't be exfoliating, man. What you talking about? But then it was like, man, I got a daughter now. I got to exfoliate, man. I be clipping my toe. You got to get a manicure, man, for my daughter. I took my daughter. Like yeah. that's his, that's his out clause to really just be who he is. Yeah. Uh, I don't have either. I'm single, no kids. So I'm just free, man. I make clothes, classic black, classic black customs, make shoes. Uh, we, we, refurbish things and you know if you got that oh i just did these gucci shoes took them from nothing to something it was beautiful like they're they oh, wow. i totally get now why you pay what because there's been a lot of talk in the news about like oh birkin bags are too much or this is too costly every dollar cent you put you pay for a pair of gucci sneakers it's worth it i just got that confirmation so, so this is the thing I was thinking this and I'm probably going to like try to put it into a joke, but like when you make a certain amount of money or maybe because when you get older, you know, especially if you don't have children now that income, your money could do whatever you want um, and not have to feel bad about right. it. But when you're older, it's either when you get older <laughs> and you don't have to spend it on anybody else or you make a certain amount of money. So you're not really hurting to spend it. You start saying things yeah. like, but it's worth it though. It's it's it worth, is it. worth like, it. You know what? Like the, the, all about the, quality. We're talking about quality. Quality. It's, the it's like because, dude, a pair of Gucci. 
I, what I call you, dude, baby girl. A pair of Gucci sneakers gonna last forever because the stitching never like these shoes were beat, but the stitching was all in place. And that soft leather on the tongue, it's 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 only something people my age, your age, could really really fuck with. Like if you sell, yeah, like looking at it, the- like yeah, like you like man, fuck Jordans. Give me a pair of these Gucci Aces. You feel me? You These Belmont, you feel them, but whatever you want to buy for a bag, like you usually be like, Oh man, I ain't buying no bag, ain't no bag worth that. But now, if a chick want a bag, I'm like, It's probably worth it. Go mm. ahead, go crazy. Sure. Um, someone, someone, Loretta is asking in the, in the comments, Um, are you single? Single, you know what? I just found out what the difference was with that, and yes, I am single, single, like I'm not just single, I'm single, what, single. What's the difference between single and single, single? Well, when you're when you're just single, you're like narrowing the field. Like, all right, I could, I just haven't decided to go in any such direction. When you're single, single, there is no direction. You're just out there until you know what I'm saying. It's like who made that thing about like the difference between like Wi-Fi and a lint and like a like I'm not plugged into anything. I'm sorry, I'm just out here. Like who whoever catch it, you know what I'm saying? It's no, That's it's right. no like multiple multiple receivers at the moment. You feel me? So you out here ready? You out here ready for love, like yes. NDRE? Yeah. Okay, I like the reference. I like All right, the, like 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 let's fall in love like a Marie. You feel me? Like that's what. Go. We have. <laughs> Why there don't you we? go. All right, there Why you go, uh, ladies. Uh, ladies, if you are interested in Mr. Clark Jones, you can go ahead. He has his handle ready. You can hit him up on the Clark Jones Two E's because he's sophisticated and he buys Gucci sneakers and refurbishes them. Um, mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> thank you for being here this evening, Clark. Our next guest, uh, this woman is phenomenal. She is a sweetheart. I enjoy her comedy. She is one badass mama. Please welcome to the show, Julia Rossi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. So does it annoy, so Julia uh, is a new mom. Does it annoy you now that that is be, become a part of your introduction? We're like, she's a dope mom. She's a good mom. She's a new mom. I mean, it's the biggest thing I've ever produced in my life. So, um, you know, it's a it's a development project that I was working on, and it came to life this year in the pandemic. So, yeah. How's it been? <laughs> Listen, we, we are we are childless talking about uh, Gucci sneakers. So, please give us a different. <laughs> I mean, I'll wear Gucci sneakers still. Um, it's great and interesting and scary and weird, but mostly wonderful. Hmm. I believe that. I actually just posted a clip today on my IG from my comedy album where I'm talking about parenthood and I'm not, it's not for me, not from a, I don't like kids, but I just know that you, I know that the type of mom I would be, and maybe you could speak to this, Julia, is that I would rearrange my entire life. Like everything has to change. Like I would probably not even me personally, like I probably even work the way that I worked without children. You know, it's like some parents are like, I'll just get a nanny. I'll just do this. I'll, you know, I'll fit it in. I'll bring my kids to set. I'm like, I don't know, because my mom, like really, my mom worked part-time when I got older, but when I was younger, she was like a stay-at-home mom. And to me, it's like, that's an experience that I want, want my kids to have. I would want to be able to like cook dinner, you know, multiple times a night, sit down at the table, have a conversation, like all the socialization and stuff that I know it, it impacted me, I would want to give that to my kids. So if I can't do that, I don't think I want to have children. Yeah. I mean, my mm. mom was a stay at home mom 
as well. It's see, this is a weird question for me to ask because we're in a pandemic. Yes, yeah. So I am a, like, uh, I did, I did my time, baby. Yeah, I, I mean, time. I'm, I, it, we are in a stay-at-home mom, dad situation, stay-at-home dog, stay-at-home baby, stay-at-home everybody. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. It's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, there you have it. God worked it out for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm so excited. We have so much show this evening. Um, and this is our first ever game that we're going to play. So if anyone knows, of course, if you're living under a rock or watching Fox News, um, we are in the middle of the second impeachment trial for actually the first impeachment trial for the former president. And this week we saw a lot of footage about what happened. You know, the uh, House impeachment, the impeachment managers have done a really good job of like stating the obvious, right? Showing a security footage and we're hearing audio and all of this stuff. Um, and Tim, whenever you're ready to pull up the first image, because you've been snoozing since the beginning, um, <laughs> we can get started with the headlines. I'm going to fuck Tim up, y'all. Y'all hear me? <laughs> Hello. Next time I see Tim in person, I am straight knocking him out. Tim, you got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> I, I'll do it. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I don't want y'all to think that I be yelling at Tim, but he be working my nerves. He really does. He be doing this on purpose to get me riled up. You see? You see what I'm saying? All right. So the impeachment is going on this week. And in order for the former president to actually be impeached, we need 67 votes in the Senate. Now, right now, the Senate is split 50-50. Um, in order for him to be truly impeached, he, we would need, I say we, I sound like men when they start talking about the last thing. We will need uh, <laughs> Royal 17, we. 17 uh, GOP uh, senators to vote. And... I, do y'all think that's going to happen? Let's start there. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Um, I, mean, I know. All I know for sure about I know Kaczynski is going to not only vote to impeach Trump, like he's going to like run up on Trump's, like he wants to fight Trump, like with his fists. Every time I see dude, he just looks so mad. It's he's like that white guy who's an ally, but also. Like he'll throw hands. He's like John Brown, the dude who killed slave masters. He's like that, but a Republican. I don't know. I really, I, but it's not going to happen. Julia, do you think that we'll get to 67? So sorry, I got distracted by the fact that the ring light is shining in my glasses. Um, I don't know how to be on camera anymore. I, the hopeful side of me wants to say yes, that these people, like, I don't understand how it can't happen because it seems so obvious, but I mean, no, it's not going to happen because all this shit's, it would have happened last time. See, no, but see, the thing is you, you would hope, see, you would hope that the people would have a change of heart because before you want to just vote for your party and whatever your incentives are, I get it. But like now you have to go back home to your constituents and be like, yes, five people were killed. Yes. One of them was a police officer who was crushed to death. Yes. These people came in here, broke the windows, were trying to hunt down my fellow senators and kill them on site. Yes. They stole laptops. Yes. They peed on walls and, and smeared feces. But I mean, it wasn't that bad. Like now you got to really like you have like you have something that people were like as a basic human being, even as a basic Christian, like basic <laughs> Christians don't even know all the books of the Bible, but you still know you ain't supposed to be smearing shit on walls. Christian? You got to be like, 
How many I'm people just... do you know have used the Christian excuse and have oh. been pieces of shit? I oh, mean, absolutely. Well, you know, that's why we need we need to rename uh, this idea of Christianity. The like the American version of Christianity, it needs to be named something else. The devil is a motherfucking liar. So you know I ain't worried. Be hot. <laughs> so you have to get the name of something. Round of applause for the sound effects. Round of applause like he's drink champs. Oh, we round of applause. Yeah, thank you, Tim. <laughs> holding it down. Okay, so it is time for us to play our first ever game. And the reason why we are talking about the 67 vote being something that's probably not going to happen is because the Republicans have pretty much told us who they are. So now I want to ask you, uh, lady and gentlemen, do you believe that the reason why they're not going to vote against Donald Trump is because of blackmail or white power? <laughs> All right. So let's play this game. First up. We're going to show pictures of uh, GOP politicians and you tell us if you believe that they are not going to vote for impeachment because of blackmail or white power. First up, we have Chuck Grassley. I mean, he looks like the poster of white power. <laughs> he looked like the postmaster general. <laughs> there you go. So you're, you're going to say you're saying white power. <laughs> I say white power. There's nothing. Trump ain't got nothing on Grassley. Julia, white power or blackmail? White power. <laughs> okay. Like, I didn't mean it like white power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant... You said it happily. Hi. <laughs> okay, next up we have... Get the baby in there. Joan, Joan Ernst. Ernst. What do you say? That's a tough one. I go, I go, I go white power again. Yeah. I gotta go white power. White power? Um, she yeah. don't look like she do anything. Like she may have stole from uh, Joanne Fabrics when she was sixteen, but that's as far as like anything you could have on her. I go white power. This is a toss up. The comments are saying uh, white power, and some are saying uh, blackmail. I don't know. This is a toss up. I'm gonna say white power because part I of the white power is that she wants. Because you're saying they have to go back to their constituents, but. Some of their constituents, I don't know if this one was, but probably people stormed the Capitol. You know what I mean? Like they want that. They want that mailing list. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay, we're going to say white power. White power. All right. Next one. up. Oh, Black we mail. know what this is. We Black know what this mail. is. Blackmail? We're all waiting for that video to drop. And we just, we just. Nobody wants to spoil it by overthinking what it's going to be, but we know there's some secret recorded video. He makes me so grand. sad. Just Tapping be who in the you bathroom. are, Lindsay. Just be who you are. Okay, yeah. so we're saying black. We're going to say blackmail. That's like yes. yeah. It's it's a it's uh, it's Brooks says both blackmail and white power. <laughs> I, I think it's black more. I think it's blackmail more than white power for Lindsey Graham. Why he's not going to vote against uh? Why he's not going to vote for impeachment because. He flip flops so much, like he's not even beholden to white supremacy. He is just like, I gotta uh, save my ass before they release the tapes, the audio, the photo, whatever it is. I think it's blackmail. All right, next up, Marco Rubio. Do you think his reason for not voting for impeachment is blackmail or white power? Like Lindsay, I think they as blackmail. 
They mm. might even mess with black males. Like I don't even know how deep this rabbit hole goes, but they don't. Marco, Marco Rubio don't believe in white power. Ah, oh. I don't think. They both flip flop. Yeah, like you said, like a fish. <laughs> Julia, what would you say? I mean, I wish there was a third category that was just like little bitch, because that's <laughs> yeah. what he is. He's just a little bitch. Like he just everybody's saying blackmail. They saying Marco Rubio blackmail because also blackmail. He, he is a man of of you know of color. He tries not to say he is, but he's a man of color. So you got to really figure out why you're going so hard for people who don't yeah. really like. Oh. Like Julie uh-huh. said, little bitch. Like his any, any man whose shirt collar is that loose. You cannot trust. You can't trust any dude who needs that much like air room in his neck area. Got I'm it. Go, but I'm gonna go blackmail. He got some secrets. He got some secrets. All right, next yeah. up. We have Susan Collins. White supreme white, white, um, white power or blackmail? White power? This is this is a she has a black male <laughs> that she in her house, <laughs> and, he, and he and he can only come in rooms through that little door. Like it's it's a sla- or she go through it like somebody slaving somebody in her house. So I'm gonna go black male. Oh my gosh! What about you, Julia? I think it's white power. White power. Mm. I, I, you know what? I, I think we need a third category for her too. I think she's just clueless. I think she is the type of person who will watch a slave movie and be like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't know it was so bad." Like I feel like she's just like, look, look how short, look, look how short he got the shoulder leaning off a little bit. I mean, that's some that's some black power. Some black male. I'm saying black power. It's some black. <laughs> it's some blackmail somewhere. She got the shoulder leaning off. With the that little mean, bra strap, that might there's something be something in that necklace. There's something I was going to say. There's something in that necklace. That's probably what she holds. She probably got a flash drive in there. All the pedophiles in the Senate. It's a right black there. male in that little necklace. Are <laughs> these you know, all people that have come out and said they're not going to vote? These are all the people who have already not voted for the trial to begin with. They didn't even think that we should have a trial at this moment. Oh, this is the non-constitutional. This is yeah, non-constitutional. some of them. Yeah. So, like, let's get to work. All right, let's see who's next. We got a couple more. Who else? Tom Cotton. Anybody who's Cotton, yes. Tom? (laughs) No, I heard his name a lot because he was doing a lot of fuck shit. I kept hearing his name and and I saw his picture and I was like, wow, he he is racist like he is 88 years old. Like, I did not expect him to be this young. Yeah. The way he Like men in black, if they were like, all right, build a racist for me to body, for the body to inhabit, it would look like Everybody's saying white power. Everybody's saying, I love that. I love that everybody was like, let's just sort short it to WWP in case anybody um, watches. They don't think that we're just saying white power over and over again. (laughs) Okay, last up, we have a a few more, two more. Let's go. Who's next? Teddy Cruz. Oh, blackmail. Oh, yeah. Blackmail with like a dash of white power. Yeah, this is the closest to both, mm. I think. That, yeah, that we that's got reckless. Because... All right, and last up, Mister Tim Scott. <laughs> Blackmail will be too easy, so I'm gonna go white power. <laughs> I'm gonna go white power just because Clark said, and I don't know what to say. Yeah, Tim Scott is is definitely like <laughs> you gotta go home. You gotta go home sometime. 
to South Carolina, wherever he's from. Um, uh, yeah, Ooh, yeah, that's he looks like uh, uh, the Green Mile dude. But like no. his little brother, he looked like the Green Mile, but Michael Clark Duncan, but like his little brother, who was like, "I'll I'll get in Congress since I can't get swole." <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been our first ever game of Chloe Across America. Black male or white power. Thank you all for playing. Yes. yes. Very fun. Very fun. Thank yeah. you. Yes, we did it. We did it. Our first game. <laughs> I'm so excited. Gang, 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 gang. Yay. There you go. All right. Um, this next story, uh, listen, I'm not a big fan of hers, but I respect her grind. And I think this move that she has made has made me respect her even more. And that will be none other than Taylor Swift. Swift. I'm hearing my echo. Uh, Taylor Swift, she just announced that she is re-recording her first six albums, I believe. If you are not aware of this, her catalog was sold and bought by Justin Bieber's super manager, Scooter Braun, and he bought a couple other people's catalogs too. And so when you understand how catalogs work is if you write it and you own it, um, somebody else can, well, if you don't kind of own it, your masters, someone can buy your masters and then they have the right to go ahead and like license it to commercials and rent it out and all the other stuff. So she doesn't have any control of her early catalog. And so what she did was she decided she is going to re-record all of those albums under a new version. And so she can make money. And so the first thing that she's done is re-record her album Fearless. And it's coming out with, nope, no temp, thank you. And it's coming out with um, six additional songs. So what say y'all about Miss Taylor Swift? Because she's clearly about her business. And are you guys fans? I don't, I couldn't tell you one Taylor Swift song, but, (laughs) but I applaud artists getting their bread. It's some comedians who did that too. They re-recorded their first comedy album. Hannibal Uh, did that, right? Hannibal Hannibal did it, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, go ahead. Brittany, re-record your shit. Taylor Swift. Blue Cantrell, everybody, get you, get you. Brittany, Brittany can't do anything right now. Uh, she I needs mean, to when she's free. Mind, yeah, yeah. When she get free, she got to re-record. I'm a slave for you. But that's the thing is like they won't even let Brittany go to the studio. Like, like she yeah. Brittany, put it like this, and this is a tangent. Britney Spears is making so much money doing nothing that they don't even need her to do anything else. Like that is the crazy part. They are just like. Your money generates so much money. Like your music, everything generates so much money. We don't even need you. You just sit in this castle and just and be this, under our- All this shit is just, it's going to make it go up even more. So well, I, I yeah, hope Brittany I don't, I, kick her dad out. Uh, Taylor ain't crazy enough, I don't think. Or she doesn't like, she, she hasn't had the, like the, the trauma, I'm, I should say. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Do it this way. Do it the smart way. She's smart. Some boy ever told her to do this. Brilliant. Now, I'm gonna get I into music. If someone, um, if someone took the rights to my first comedy album, I don't know if I would re-record that comedy because I don't think that it. I don't think it hits the same. I don't think it hits the same. I agree. It is. It's hard to tell them jokes. It's like you got you going to change something because you like I did. This was t- 15 years ago. I don't even think this is funny no more. <laughs> Yeah. It, it, also, it, like the the forty dollar checks I'm getting from my first comedy album. Forty shit, you blessed. 
<laughs> that's my first album. Um, I suck enough. No, I, uh, yeah, I don't have strong Taylor Swift opinions. I mean, Listen, she seems cool. She seems cool. I just, I'm just proud of her to do that because yes. it's like, you know, my, yeah. my thing is I love when somebody thinks they have you back into a corner and you can hit them with a little shake and be like, you thought, and then like, you can just get your shit off without having to like ask them for help. Like that is that yes. like knocks my socks off when I can look back at somebody and be like, you thought you were going right. to stop me? Get out of here. Fight back. Yeah. That's right. And she got six new right. ones. So this is like a half an album, half a new album. So yeah. No, it's 26 songs. 26. She's oh. 26 songs to the already. Yes. She wow. Also, right. She, she was like, I'm, and I'm adding new songs from my vault. She's super talented. She's a great songwriter. So I'll give her that. I mean, she's boring to me, but you know, the kids okay. love Ricardo, the Lionhearted, you cannot talk about Britney not aging well. She is literally being held captive by her father. <laughs> Yeah, she is. Being Watch the documentary Framing Britney Spears. I know this was not on the topic. No, let's do it. Topic, but Britney has been destroyed by society. People were asking about her virginity when she was a child. Like, leave Britney alone. So, she do deserve um, a break. Look, break. Do you, break. Think, you think that now that people are looking back at the way she was treated by the media and by people, you yes. think she has a chance? To, do you think that we learn a lesson from this? Because, you know, we like to say, Oh, but that was just one situation versus being like, we don't need to treat anyone like this. I don't think we should treat anyone like that. Right. I mean, it's, I, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Was, did you see the, uh, the, the Craig? Yes. Uh, yeah. He like, he was the only one who spoke out and we've just all gotten so desensitized. Like when I believe in, if you're going to make fun of someone and tear them down, you tear down, all those GOP senators that are putting people in danger. That's who you tear down. But yeah, like absolutely. a girl who's just making music, like why are we so invested in her vagina? And it's because she's a girl. Have you ever seen an interviewer ask a guy if he was still a virgin? Oh, Never. thank you, Ricardo the Lionhearted. I, we're all good. <laughs> <laughs> I just got so defensive because I was like, leave her alone. No, I feel you. I feel you. So I, no, somebody, I feel we should we should be that that strong about defending people. As strong as people are, as taking somebody down, we should be like, no, fuck you. I'll fight for that person. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know. I think Bieber kind of had it rough too. Like, I don't know if it's it's gender as much as the arena of like pop music and like just no. I think it's definitely it's definitely gendered. When you look at uh, Chris Brown and Justin Bieber, had still went through all of that stuff, stuff that they did and maybe contributed from outside forces, but they still get redeemed. You know, they still people people sympathize yeah. just Justin Timberlake, like he was going through the struggle just because he dated her and you know pulled Janet Jackson's titty out. Like how you empathize with him when he. You know, he's problematic too. That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Um, no, well, no, we, we talk, talk about, about this right now. Justin Timberlake ain't shit. <laughs> I don't give a fuck how, how good Gone was. He ain't getting no time <laughs> on my watch. Um, speaking of trying to defend people, uh, this next story, I don't know if it is defendable at all, but uh, actress Gina Carano, uh, she's a former mixed martial arts artist. And she yeah. just got booted from her plush role on The Mandalorian. Um, Lucasfilms made it, released a statement saying that 
some of her social media posts were out of pocket. Um, um, here in Echo again. So it's saying Gina Carino is not currently employed by Lucasfilms. There are no plans for her to be in the future. Nevertheless, her social media posts denigrated people based on their cultural and religious identities and are ab are unacceptable. And one post that she posted, she, she pretty much compared the divided political climate with Nazi Germany, saying that conservative Republicans were like Jewish people being targeted for their beliefs. And that well, is when they decided <laughs> to say something. This wasn't, oh, oh, she'd know. been going crazy on the internet, but it wasn't till then. And that's not a anti-anything. I'm just making note that that was the moment they were like, you're going too far. Tell us, what's her story? What's her history? Man, transphobic, homophobic, shit. Pennsylvania folk, like any phobia, you can, it's just that, that QAnon, um, like hole that people go down is it, it just gets you, it just suck you up like the rapture. Mm. She'd been saying it, and then it was like, all right, and and I'm sure people she got dropped by CAA too, not to be confused with Chloe across America, but right. CAA, the creative arts agency. And I think that the difference between this and other times is it's one thing when they say you're fired from, we're not working with you. And it's another thing when you say, we're, we're not working with you and we don't plan to work with your ass either in the future. Like that's when you know, you know, mm -hmm. and she's made a, a lot of money on this. I'm sorry, I got a lot to say about this, but she made a lot of money off Disney. She, you know, she giving up Disney money. But as far as like that hitting her, I don't know if we'll really, we'll really feel it until like, like I wrote for a TV show and at the at during the last when I got the last check, I was fine. My bank account was fine, but it was something about that following week when there's no check, and you just like, oh, it's like paid in full. When he's like, man, I feel different. I'm, I don't feel <laughs> I, I, my body different. Like I can't. I gotta find ways to get more money. Like yeah. we'll see what it's like when she misses when she misses that first Disney check. But uh, that's a big bag she fumbled. Now, sure. Julie, let me let me ask you this. Do you think that it's better for us to know when someone is hella racist or should they just keep it to themselves and we not know? Why, why are you asking me? Uh, <laughs> first of all, I just want to say, why is it Italian people that keep fucking up? Because her name seems very Italian. Then we've got Giuliani. <sighs> On behalf of my people, I'm so sorry. Uh, should we know when people are racist? I mean, yeah, I guess so. But also, why are you advertising it? Like, I, it's just, you know? See, I think that's the thing. People are like, well, she, she, all she had to do was be quiet. And it's like, so you would be okay if she just didn't share these views? And then you just- I don't think it's that you would be okay. It's that you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So, of so course, nice. I would be okay with it if I didn't know about it. But the mm. fact that she's putting it on blast really indicates that she's proud of it. Yeah, because that's what white supremacy does. It puts you in a position where you think that it's okay for you to storm the Capitol or call somebody the N-word and, you know, not be very storming the Capitol outfit. That is. This is her character in the Mandalorian. <laughs> and uh, I'm, 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 I'm now going I wonder, like, how did she even take the role? She was like, wait, I got to deal with fucking aliens. It was like, no, 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 like out of space aliens, not like people coming to America aliens. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, okay, okay, okay. 
Oh gosh. Uh, you know, poor child. She'll figure it out. I mean, I, it's not my problem, but you know, who, who, I'm telling you ain't going to be no GoFundMe. Like ain't nobody raising money to keep. No, you have a certain life. You got a certain lifestyle when you get Disney checks and you got to keep that shit up. I'm sure there was hella racists that were in Disney films and we'll never know. And they was out there skidding rinky dinking and I mean, you Disney what? is racist. Walt Disney is he- Walt, Walt Disney, Disney is hella yeah. racist. When they yeah. unfreeze his body, he's gonna start a Twitter account and he's gonna be like, "These are all the thoughts oh. I had." Oh, oh! Everybody he's pull up a chair. <laughs> Exclusive from the Disney Vault. Here is some never seen before. <laughs> Mad racist cartoons. And like, yeah. no, yo, anyway. yo! I gotta get Walt Disney tweets from the tweets from the crypt. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like you should start that account. Go ahead, go ahead. Disney. First of all, they will shut you down. It was yeah. shut you up so fast. Disney does not play. Okay. I dare somebody to dox me. Yeah. So also, funny. I just would like to say if Disney is watching, I will take any and every job. Thank you. I love you, Disney. Yeah. Now, let me ask you about that because after the news broke about <laughs> her being fired, there were certain actresses online being like, I'm ready to go. And I just want to say to uh, you know, to the creatives out there, that never works. Yeah. Hollywood is never gonna take you if you advertise yourself unless you are undiscovered like you have to because that's the whole point of Hollywood is that they want to say that they picked you out of oblivion and they made you a star they found a diamond in the rub but when you jockey for stuff it never happens so if you want to uh if you want to host SNL if you want to host an award show don't ever say I'm ready to do it because you will never be asked to do it hard agree what they have to do is they have to click around they have to go to Chloe cross America they have to go who's that cute gal yep. two cute gals and a cute <laughs> dude and let's give him a fun sitcom a situation yeah. sitcom we're all they the get, new Paris company that's they gotta it know, they gotta go who didn't put their instagram handle in their uh name who's, a, oh. who's italian who's <laughs> who can replace yeah that's how it works and never i don't care who follows me yeah, and the thing is, like, I, I sometimes I see people do that, and I'm like, wow, you would have been really good for this, but it's never going to happen now. Like, it's yeah. never yeah. going to happen because Hollywood, That I mean, that's how, and I'm saying this as someone who works in the industry, but that is how certain people justify their jobs to be able to say, I discovered that person. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like how men be like, you don't want a bitch that been in the streets, but that's how Hollywood feels about <laughs> aspiring actors and actresses. <laughs> I can't <laughs> They've been in the streets. <laughs> that's how men talk. Wow. What did they say? Bitch. You can't turn a whole into a It's been all on social media. Every man I know. Posting her, posting her green screen auditions. I can't have this whole coming to my office for no general meeting. This bitch been out here. That's what they said. <laughs> she had thought she'd been out here. This whole out here. Thought yeah. that thespian over here. Look at that thespian over here. <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right, next story. <laughs> all right, so a study has come out that says that folks who are refusing to wear psych uh, wear masks tend to have psychopathic um, traits. So this is very interesting to me. The study says the study says um, a recent study out of Brazil has shed some light on why some people are so resistant to wearing masks. 
Researchers from the State University of Londria found that people who reported antisocial traits such as low levels of empathy and high levels of callousness in risk-taking were less likely to comply with COVID-19 prevention measures. Antisocial personality disorder occurs in 1% of the U.S. population. Now, if there are 300 million, roughly, give or take, people in America, 1% of that is way too many people walking around with no damn mask on. But then I got to thinking, what if the people who refuse to wear masks, that is like God in the universe telling us like who to get rid of. Like, this is like the precursor to purge. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know how you say to yourself, like, damn, I just wish I walk into a room and I just knew who all the racists were. You walk into a room and you see all the people who are not wearing masks. Those are the, those are the sociopaths. Those are psychopaths. It's never people who should, whose faces should not be covered. Yeah, very. I, I don't. I never see because you know beauty come from within, <laughs> and uh, people who wear masks usually are beautiful people because that beauty from within they want to come out to the face and your skin. Was asking if Clark was single. All yeah. of them. Every yeah. single commenter. Uh, uh, I remember it was all of them. There was like uh, one or two. But go ahead, boost that confidence. <laughs> I can't do it. This is Clark's moment. Um, I, I have a real quick. I have a theory about masks um, and why a lot of people don't like to wear them. A lot of their breath be hot as fuck. Shut up. I yeah. can't. I'm, I'm serious. Like this one woman who came dressed uh, in a burqa who didn't want to wear a mask. And she said, oh, people are not brushing their teeth and this and that because they were wearing. I was like, no, bitch, you don't brush your fucking teeth. You can't even smell people's yeah. breath. I think you need to do that for. But first of all, most people who have really bad breath can't even smell their own breath. That's a whole nother thing. Because mm-hmm. they, they not really wear masks. No, no, because <laughs> they, they really wear don't their masks. Well, here's just as as an expert in this because I did date a sociopath, <gasps> and he did have bad breath, and I did check his social media recently because I was told that he's being crazy, and he is a right-wing conspiracy theorist. So, it's it's correct. On that one. You got to ooh on that one. Um, <laughs> I feel bad for you. <laughs> yeah, so first-hand research. Yeah, they just really don't feel like there's a need for it. Floss. <laughs> they're not flossing. People who breast thing are not flossing. They're not. They I listen, I dated a guy once who had like like clinical um halitosis. Halitosis. Like, but yeah. he it's a combination. But see, see, this is how you know, uh, this is how you know God is a is a um is a care a caring God. Because he was like, I'm gonna make your breath so fucking hot that you can't even smell it. Because if you smelled it, you probably won't kill yourself. And I don't need you in heaven. <laughs> Thinking up heaven right now. So go ahead and out here. You ain't gonna smell it, but you who people around you. If, if people are your friends, they're your real friends. That's how you know. That's another test. If you got they friends and you, you got halitosis, they really love you. You gotta you must have an amazing personality. <laughs> <laughs> the word halitosis is such a hot breath word. <laughs> Listen, like this man's breath is so bad. The reason, the main reason why I stopped seeing him was because it, it was starting to make my breath feel a little funky. And that's the thing is because yeah. bacteria in the back of their throat. If you don't know about halitosis, it's most times people have a post nasal drip, um, and the drip 
from the nose, you, you know, the moisture in your nose goes to the back of your throat and then it cooks up like a fondue pot. And then over time, it just takes over your tongue and it stinks like high heaven. So, How do you know all this? and that little white stuff come out your mouth out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Because, Julia, I had to get down to the nitty gritty and figure out what was wrong with this man. I, I had to do research. Because <laughs> I just wasn't, you know, because you know when something puzzles you, that you just like, I need answers. I needed answers. I had to do some research. And I was like trying to drop hints. I'm like, so do you have post-season trip? Another thing about most people who have holotosis, they know they have holotosis and they don't want to do the work. They don't want to stop eating the cheese or stop doing whatever they're supposed to do. Well, there's another mm -hmm. reason because the person I dated had halitosis because he was eating keto. Oh, so it was just nothing but meat. It was just like dead, rotting meat breath. Yeah, people talk about keto breath. Yeah. See? Okay. All right. Let's jazz this show up a little bit. Let's talk about the arts. This past weekend, <laughs> I watched Malcolm and Marie, and I want you two to chime in. So let's review Malcolm and Marie. If you're watching in the comments, watching with us live, just give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on what you thought about Malcolm and Marie. If you don't know, it stars Zendaya and John David Washington, who happens to be the son of Denzel Washington. If you watch the movie, you can hear him sounding like his dad uh, several times throughout the film. Um, really quickly, what was your, let's say, what's your one sentence review of the film? Let's start with you, Clark. Um, uh, nepotism is still real. <laughs> not. <laughs> and that's my Morehouse brother, man. Shout out to John David. But you cannot um, say nepotism is real and then shout out John David Washington. I got to though. I mean, wait. So hey, what do you you think that he's think, not a good actor? I just think that. Netflix has this thing with overdoing it with this one new movie a week thing or these 18,000 new comedy specials a month. Like just just focus on quality a little bit. Oh, well, um, okay. I don't I don't think it was bad. I enjoyed it as a film. I did not enjoy it as a movie. Okay, so you didn't enjoy you didn't enjoy you you enjoyed the aesthetic, the composition, the directing, the look and feel. Yeah. You didn't like the actual story. Hey, black and white, I'm going to at least have it on in the background. Like it's a painting. But I didn't enjoy, you know, I, I just didn't get into it as a movie. Julia? I didn't. You didn't watch it? Oh, she froze right at that moment. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see it. I didn't see it yet. Okay. So, if um, you've seen it, an art house film, you've seen it. It is it is an art house <laughs> film, and it was shot during the pandemic. Everything is black and white. Here's a still of the couple mid argument um, outside of the house, and you know she has already changed out of her clothes. So basically, um, the gist of the movie is this is a toxic relationship. They love each other deeply and pat and filled with passion, but that doesn't mean that that's a healthy relationship. And he's coming home from the hugest premiere of his film. He is a director in this movie and she is his pretty much like arm candy girlfriend um, who wants more respect. And so he forgot to thank her the night of his movie premiere. And this whole movie is about their argument after the night of his amazing movie premiere. And this is where I said they better than me because what I'm not going to do, 
it's argue for no four hours. The movie's not four hours, but you know, um, it's argue yeah. for no four hours. But we've all done it. Every single one of us here has has been in a uh, argument where it has lasted a couple hours, and you really got to ask yourself, should I go to jail and kill this motherfucker now? Well, <laughs> I didn't ask myself that, but good to know. Do you wear a mask, Chloe? Uh, I do wear a mask. <laughs> Come on, really? You've never had an argument with somebody who just, you know what it is, those those marathon arguments, yes. they become so repetitive that you just yeah. go crazy because people repeat the same thing over and over again, which is a deep-rooted issue that you probably needed to have addressed early on. But now it's just like a couple years in, you know, invested emotionally. It's hard to kind of like correct some shit that has been a part of the foundation of your relationship. Oh, yeah. No, I've had, I've had marathon arguments. Not in my current... No. Yeah, that's a blessing. Exactly. Julia is happily married. We all aspire. <laughs> what's the what's the pettiest action that you can remember that you've taken during an argument? Oh, um, I broke someone's phone. Um, like, like threw it in water, or like actually, I cr- threw it against the wall and broke it because it was like a an ex. This was the sociopath. He had like an extra phone that he was getting naked photos on. Ooh. I was in a bad place. Oh no, no, no! There's no, there's no need to apologize. That's understandable. Um, <laughs> you know, see, for me, I don't do anything in the heat of the moment because I know that if I get pushed, there's no stopping me. So I'll wait until after to do mm. something. Um, so I believe the most like, pettiest thing I've ever done was I threw out one shoe, just one. <laughs> so he probably is still looking for the other shoe. Shit. A while ago. And it was, you got to like, like Clark, if you and I was dating and you did some fuck shit and you had me arguing with you for four hours to three o'clock in the, the morning. Gucci. Not the Gucci. Not the Gucci got Not the Gucci. No, no, no. You're right. You're right, Chloe. Gotta go. And then like, back. you should keep the shoe. And then like, when you break up, just like have it in the background of photos on Instagram. Right. I should do it and make it turn it into a flower pot. Just fill it with dirt and put a nice little flower in it and let it grow and sprout. Mm-hmm. You thought about this. That's the part that scares me. You you have a no, whole no, no. I just thought about it just now. I'm a very creative person. I used to write creative mm. stories as a child. <laughs> that need the NYU money being put to good use. <laughs> right this right here, this was the moment the movie should have ended. The movie should she, she looks like she's in soup. This should have been the end. You hear me? Right here. This should have been in. If this was me, the argument would have ended at this point. I'm not spoiling it for anybody, but it, when you watch the movie. This is the moment when I'm like, oh, no, no, no. See, I would have got up out of here and left. And that's like a third of the way into the film. Oh. I just ain't got no time. I just ain't got no time. Yeah. Now I got to ask you both, you you ladies, this question. Um, do you feel like there's a, a a discussion on colorism that has to be had with, with the film and the choices you here? No, I think, and I think that is a part of the the conflict that people are having about like appreciating it for what it is. And I'm going to say this for myself. And I believe that um, African-American people tend to bring a lot of their trauma to situations that didn't necessarily have that in mind when it was created. Right. So a perfect example of this is I went to Cuba a couple years ago, Obama was still in office. And this is when he first lifted the embargo. So everybody's going doing these massive group trips to go to Cuba. And there was a lot of African-American 
travel groups that were going to Cuba. And one of the things that I would always, and I went by myself, I met like some friends there, but I was traveling by myself. And so I would just hear them repeatedly, like these groups going up to darker skinned Cuban people and being like, what's the racism like here? Like, how do you feel being mm. a black, black Cuban? And the Cubans are like, we have no idea what you're talking about because one, this is a communist society and it's nationalism. So it's Cuba first. We're Cubans before anything else. We're not divided by religion. We're not divided by like, you know, uh, skin color. And of course there's, there is colorism in, um, there is colorism in Cuba, of course, but it's not framed as racism. Right. Okay. And I think a lot of times when we look at a situation, it's like, oh, here's a lighter skinned woman and a dark skinned man. And this is always something that tends to happen, but we should see two dark skinned people. And I agree. But I also understand that for this particular project, the director slash writer of the film is the same director and writer of Euphoria who works with Zendaya. And the day before they were supposed to shoot season two, they got shut down because of the pandemic. And so they were like, well, we still want to do something because we're ready to work. Let's just do this project. And so it was just a carryover gotcha. of the team. So I don't think that everything is, and this is, you know, a rare situation where it isn't rooted in, you know, white supremacy or maliciousness intent. Um, but it can be seen as that way because this is a larger issue that we deal with repeatedly. Yeah. Um, and if you don't know the backstory, it's easy to be very dismissive. And so I think when people have criticism of this film, especially of the director being white, um, they not only is that misinformed, I mean, he is white, but they're, what they're doing, and this is the sad part, is that they are erasing the two black leads who actually self-funded the film. You know, wow. like, like, like they just, they basically went somewhere, rented a house, the crew of 22 plus the actors, they spent their own money. They did their own, you know, um, quarantine. They shot a film in like 22 days or like 14 days, you know? So it's a lot more to it than just being like, here they go again, putting white men in charge of a black story. And it's like, they sat and they all discussed the story. Like when they went to shoot right. the film, it wasn't even finished. Like the, the conversation about him being a, a, a director and the critics and always, you know, labeling something as a black movie, if it's a black director versus just be, it being a movie was conversations that the director had with Zendaya and John David, because here you have two A-list black actors who, whenever they get a big budget film, it gets painted with the brush of, oh, this is a black film versus this is a film, you know? And I think when people label things as black, just because it's a black lead, it discourages a lot of white people from wanting to watch it because it's like, oh, it's some black shit. So, you know, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's probably why a lot of white people, not you, Julia, um, a lot of white people <laughs> haven't watched it. <laughs> I love that Clark was, like, for it. Clark was like, I have a question for both of you. And I was like, Chloe, take this. You got uh, it. You got it. Well, but, but I was going to, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, but I mean, maybe you can speak to that, you know, because as a, as a white woman, you you are probably in conversations with white people. And you, I mean, Julia is husband is African-American. So you have a viewpoint that most people don't have. You see both sides yeah. of it, but I'm sure you've been in circles of white people and you reference something and they're like, never heard of it. Never seen it. Who's that? Like they just have no awareness. I mean, thankfully most of my friends are cool. Um, <laughs> and also a lot of them are an interracial. I have a lot of like black friends with white, you know, my 
I'm like, I'm thinking my girlfriends. White. I'm like, my no, my black girlfriends are mostly dating or married to white men, and most of my white girlfriends. I also have guy friends. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I have a very diverse. You guys know Julia, who my friends are. Julia is leading the charge for New America 2015. I am my beautiful biracial daughter. She's Italian and black, I mean, and she looks so good in tracksuits. Ugh. Anyways. Is a strong case for interracial date. Just it's all over. Very much is. Like, like, key witness. <laughs> Beautiful. But thank, oh my god, thank you. Um. Anyways, so have you guys seen? Br- I think this is related. Have you seen Bridgerton? I have uh, not watched Bridgerton just because I, um, I'm I'm painting it with a black stroke, meaning like here you have a black man and his love interest is a white woman, and I'm well. Like, Okay, so, well, first of all, it, it took me, a, uh, I think it took my husband and I four times to try to get through the first episode, just because I don't usually like period pieces, mm-hmm. and the way they were talking, I'm like, don't act like I'm stupid, you know, like, I just got very, like, ugh, but the storyline feature, like, it's, it's, I don't know what century that is, you know, olden I mean, it's not real. Oh, that wouldn't be around white people anyway. So it's fantasy land. But the there's so there's so many uh, there's so much diversity in the characters. Like not just the lead male and female, but um, there's and not just black and white. Like there's just it's it's a very diverse cast, and there's only one mention in it, like maybe two minutes long, of to kind of justify because they realize it's not very realistic. But other than that, it's not really discussed. And I remember talking to my husband and his family about it. And we were saying how it was so nice to just have a story. Like, it's not geared toward white or black. It's just, I don't know. I think it probably brought in an audience that wouldn't have necessarily watched it. Mm, Here, Nicole says, once I got past episode one, I was in with Bridgerton. So good. To me, I I, I don't like period pieces. Um, I don't either. I hate them. I mean, I don't like musicals. I didn't watch Jingle Jangle. I just, I, no, I don't. I, if you start breaking it to song, I will turn the television off. That's just me. <laughs> but I just, I just thought, it, and it's not even breaking a song, but I do think it was one of the first times that I saw diversity and in, in a way that it didn't feel, I don't know, I guess it didn't feel forced, but it also didn't feel like the name of this program is the black and white king and queen, you know, like it wasn't the shtick of it. Yeah. Well, see, to me is I believe, and and this is the same thing I just mentioned about Malcolm and Marie is like, I'm bringing my black trauma to this show. Right. And so for me is I understand that in order for white people to even see black people this way and not have to uh, think of their race first, it has to be this diverse. Right. And so if this mm-hmm. was an all black cast in the same setting, white people probably wouldn't love it as much because they would just see black people and be like, Oh, I don't need to watch it. You know what? Regardless of whatever the situation is, I'm not going to watch it because it's probably not for me um, just by seeing black people. And so for me, when I see all of this attention to diversity, to me, it's like, we shouldn't have to do all of that. Like, you know, we shouldn't have to sugarcoat, you know, um, the black people to make them, you know, so sexy and so attractive that you it's okay. You know, and that's the other thing I, I'm more aware of. It's like, 
it's always okay for it to be a sexy male black lead that's desirable by everybody because that's a fantasy that regardless if you're you know racist or not you still low-key want you know like interracial porn is like a big thing that people love they love to see a black man with a big old dick fucking white women right the whole cuck thing is a huge thing right i'm gonna clear my browser no just kidding <laughs> everybody uh, it's like no, but it's one, it's one of the like top one of the top searched uh, porn categories is interracial yeah. black man white woman right or you know gang bang and all this stuff um and then even when you think about like the whole cuck identity it's like you know there are some white couples where the husband wants to see a black man have sex with his woman so when you turn that into entertainment you can say oh yeah this is this is sexy yeah um, a white guy can be like yeah I kind of want to see this attractive black man who you know I know that I don't measure up to but you know I wish I could have that swag, you know, and white women will watch it be like, I would love to be with a, a, a black man like this, you know. Um, but it's never that same grace and, and lust and passion <laughs> is never given the flip side. It's never like, oh, there's a sexy black woman and I want to fuck her. Oh, she, you know, like people was dragging Olivia Pope when she was, you know, with the white president. It was like, she, she's his bed wench. It's never like, oh, go ahead, sis, get that white peen. It's like she's a disgrace to the. It's just a lot. It's eight o'clock. Oh, <laughs> wait, was that on purpose? Uh, no, it's just my. It's just the time. It just heard. You just heard oh. the time. Oh, okay. I was like, what <laughs> happened? Was that the light? Um, like, was it, yeah. I don't. I wish I knew how to answer all that. I I just thought Bridgerton was pretty good. No, that's fair. Listen, I don't need you to defend it. I'm just saying why I don't want it. Um, no, I understand. I understand. I mean, that's interesting. I mean, you know. Yeah. Clark's yawning. Watch, no, no, uh, no, 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 no. You know what? I left my phone today and I was very exhausted. Like, that took all of my energy out of me until we talked about uh, old girl from the, the racist Italian lady. Not No offense, yeah. Julia. But, like, yeah. that was the only thing I was like, oh! But uh, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen Bridgerton either. He's just like, that dude's kind of corny to me, and I haven't even heard it talk. He just seems kind of like, you know, light-skinned dudes, man. They just... I just can't get into it. I can't. Um, Clark, would you like to tell us how you lost your phone today? Is there any way Fucking we can help around you? Doing too much per usual. I was uh, I was making the delivery. I, I I personally do you know send my clothes out. I got classic black customs as we mentioned earlier, and I make hoodies and shirts. And um, I'm on Etsy if anybody wants to support. It's all custom stuff. And I was just moving too fast, and I was trying to rush to the post office and then you know to get them so i can do next day and i got in and they said yeah it's, you're not too late but our uh computers are down so i ran across the snow like um kevin McAllister and home alone to ups and by the time i got there you know i went to pay for it and no phone which also was my wallet so everything was gone and they just say, you know what, sir, here, just take, we'll just send it. And they just, like, because they did all the labeling and stuff. And this is a very hood um, UPS. I didn't know it was that hood. It was, white, it was a white woman there eating, like, Doritos out the bag. But, like, not just, but, like, she did the. Uh, Working there? The slide. The slide. Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. She did the slide Doritos at the end. I'm like, this place is ghetto. And they all were right. just like, you know what, have a good day. So we need to take a collection for uh Clark Jones so that he can get a new phone. If yeah, uh, 
the gorilla woman can make a lot of money because she puts it on her hair. Clark can get a couple dollars. Uh, follow him on with two E's, Clark Jones, and hit him up at the DMs if you want to um, see if he's single enough for you and maybe also donate to his new phone. Um, let's wrap this show up with some more clownery. Uh, this dude here. Uh, oh, actually, there's two. There's two clownery stories. This first story um, blew my mind. This, uh, this just goes to the photo. So this gentleman on the left scammed a woman, a 63-year-old woman, out of over $100,000 by saying that he was Bruno Mars and that he was going to retire and he needed some money from her to help go on his retirement tour and pay for show fees. And this woman, who was 63, um, fell for it on Instagram and sent him over $100,000. His lawyer said that his client was also a victim of a criminal organization that concocted and carried out the Bruno Mars romance scam unbeknownst to him. Now, we know that's a damn lie. And I think it's also sad. Go ahead, Clark. I think it's also sad that women are still falling for these scams. The internet. Yeah. It all comes back to the internet. Yeah. If somebody hit you in the DM and said that they were Bruno Mars, why does he need money? Why does Bruno Mars Yo. need money? That's what I'm saying. See, this is all, this is like the, the, the gorilla glue effect that we're dealing with. Some people just, and I don't think anybody should be scammed. I don't think anybody should have gorilla glue in their hair. But at some point, you got to ask yourself, what did I do wrong in this situation? Why did I fall for this? Why did I not read the fine print? Why did I not read the labels? Why did I not ask my friends, hey, you think Bruno Mars would need $100,000 after selling how many millions of albums and how many followers on it? He got a song called 24 Karat Gold. He don't need no more money. Also hilarious. Somebody said, is he Nigerian? And you know the answer to that question. Oh, his name is Tenwindu Uzo Nuwu. But you know what's so sad, though, is you just said that thing about don't they have any friends they could ask? That's what I always say. Some people don't. They don't. Some people don't, especially in a pandemic. Maybe the only people she sees is that, you know, bingo or the supermarket and she's home alone and her cats couldn't answer. And yeah, yeah. she started yeah. an Instagram account for companionship. That's what the article says. And oh. she was frauded by Chinwindu, um, who's don't, you know, possibly. They can't play, can't possibly be Chin Windu. It's like it's not Colin Powell, it's Colin. It's his name, an African man you, named Chin, Chin, Chin Windu. Listen, let me tell you something. So, the African constituents and Nigerian massive that watch the show, I am not even trying to be funny. I'm just lit. It's C H I N Chin Win W E N Do D U Chin Windu. Listen, I ain't fucking with y'all. Now that's how to get me. Africa. You, I'm trying to you, go. To you, you, you don't go, man. Look. <laughs> I'm not laughing at the name. I'm laughing at how hard you're trying. <laughs> I'm laughing at how easy it is to make you insecure about it. Cause I don't know. I'm just I just want to fuck with you. That's not even out there. I'm sorry, Chinwindu. Chin Chin Chinwindu. Well, listen, ladies, if you're out there and you're all alone and somebody hits you in a DM saying that they want to send you money or they need money and they want to date you. FaceTime, just, just ask them. And you know that you can do a video call and in Instagram. You can just request that person and in the DM. Don't 
give anyone your money. Don't get it. I mean, she was going in and withdraw. She withdrew $10,000 and then she went and withdrew $90,000 and put it and deposited into a bank account that said Chi Auto for Chin Windu. I guess he had an auto well, business. <laughs> I want to know, I want numbers because scammers have had a great year, like the pa- like a great pandemic, like scamming, it's car t- crackers, t- Chin Windu, t- whatever yeah. your game is. It's because I. I tried to fuck with a scammer who called me and then it got scary and I freaked out. Like the scammer was calling to do the, um, you know, you owe money on a, I don't know if it was like a student, like it was one of those scams and I don't have a student loan, but he, they kept calling and it was like an actual person. So then I called them back to fuck with them. And then they started saying they know where I live and they were going to, and I was like, and just, I was Bring it. Come well, over here. I have a family. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's it. See, I, I'm single. It's just me and my dog. And I'll be like, like let's have some fun. Come on. Maybe I've, had to, I've had to pull it back a lot because I'm usually like, oh, real. And then like now that I have a child, I'm like, yes, whatever you say. I'm so sorry. Like, just don't. I'm like, I see you when you get here. The door's open. Let's go. I'm ready. I'll give <laughs> him your address next time. Please <laughs> <laughs> do. Please do. Um, all right. This is our last story of the evening, folks. Um, you know, I normally don't give this man any attention, but I just thought it was super hilarious how he was allowed to show his drunk ass uh, during the NFL Super Bowl celebration. And I believe this behavior should negate any further conversations about this man being the greatest athlete of all times, maybe a quarterback, but not of all times because Serena would never. Okay. MJ would never. Okay. Simone Biles would never. What's the girl with the um, Haitian and Japanese? The new girl. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. I forget her name. She She would would never. never do. So when we talk about the greatest of all times when it comes to athletes, they need to be classy on and off of the field. So if you believe that this man is the one of the greatest athletes of all times, I present to you exhibit A. Tom, how awesome was that? As a skunk. They had to carry that man up out of the celebration. First of all, not a lot of masks in Tampa. Not a he lot didn't of masks. Wear, None. He didn't wear a mask the entire everything. <laughs> Another reason why he should not be in the conversation of greatest of all times. You think you, his tolerance takes him out of the running? His absolutely. lack of a tolerance? Yes, because it, yes, absolutely. Because that is a lapse in judgment. I see Mike. You see that photo of Mike, MJ with that Henny bottle and mm-hmm. the big ass pants? You've been drunk yeah. in public. Oh, the next thing you're going to say that I can't like R. Kelly. You definitely can't. <laughs> oh, that's that's the next thing you're going to see. The next thing you're going to say is you know, Michael Jackson. You can't dance to Michael Jackson. <laughs> Naomi Osaka is her name. Listen, yeah. there is a certain <laughs> level of professionalism. All right. I, like this. See, um, R. Kelly wasn't peeing in public. See, there's a difference. So you talk about when you talk about Gina Carano is you don't want to know. You don't want to know. You don't want to see the shit in public. Right. You just hear about it later and then you can use your imagination and then come to your own judgment. When you see it, now you got to be like, look, look, look what he did. This, this is what this man did. Boat parade. Wait, wait, no, don't, 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 no. Good. Oh, shit. Okay. I thought he threw it in the water. Touchdown. Nobody also, has a mask. No mask. Drunk as a skunk. Drunk as a skunk. 
off Mike's heart. I heard. Listen, I didn't see any of this. <laughs> You're very lucky, um, Julia, to not have well, to. Well, I saw it now. <laughs> um, that was a video of Tom Brady tossing the Lombardi trophy from one boat to another. And thankfully it was caught. But if that trophy had fallen to the water, let me tell you what they would have. They would have drained that lake <laughs> to get that trophy would, back. Yeah. Proudly. Motherfuckers, motherfuckers who didn't even play would have been jumping in. <laughs> a scammer. Chin window would have jumped in. Like, I am a Super Bowl champion. Listen. People from across America would have volunteered to come and scoop the water out with their damn hands to yes. get that trophy back. Yes. And they that's would, what they would have took the football off. It would have been it would have been a mess. <laughs> All right, Clark Jones, where can people support you and follow you? Just hit me at the Clark Jones. Uh, I'm taking all types of orders for classic black customs, refurbishing hoodies, sweaters, whatever, gym shoes, sneakers. But yeah, at the Clark Jones, two E's. And uh, this has been really, really fun. Thank you. And Julia, where can people support you? Well, class and black, classic black customs is great. So I just wanted to Julia Rossi on Twitter, <laughs> Ms. MS, Julia Rossi on Instagram. And uh, I have a podcast called Should I Get Bangs that just started a few weeks ago, if you want to listen to that. Nice. Should I Get Bangs? Uh, Clark, folks want to know if you can drop, uh, if you can type in the chat for me, the link to your Etsy, and then I can put it in the comments okay. of the show. Absolutely. Um, thank you both for being here. Thank I appreciate you. you. This is so much fun. Thank you for playing our first ever game. Yay. Oh, hear me. let me hit you up with some applause. I'm going to say it up a little bit more. Thank you. Oh, round of applause for all the technical stuff. There you go, nice. Hey, your, your interactive audience, they're great. They're amazing. Yeah. They were great. I've, I've had some interactive audiences that were snoozes or just rude. Great. No, they're the best. They're the best. They're the best. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for being here. Bye, y'all. Thank All right, you, you go, ladies and gents. Thank you to our amazing guests this night. Uh, tonight, thank you to us for coming back with a vengeance after last week's show. I'm so proud of us. Thank you to our sound effects. If y'all have some sound effects you want to send me that we can put into the show, let me know. Um, Tim, is there anything that you would like to say before we say adieu to our lovely folks? I'm going to need you to run me my coins from last week and tonight. Oh, yeah. You you gonna charge me for that show last week? That wasn't my goddamn fault. That was your fault. You ain't pay your goddamn electricity bill. Why do you keep saying that it was it was not the electricity bill? There was not Yo, the electricity bill. What she had to do with the um the the um uh, uh, what is it? What are they out there? What are they? Pacific PSENG? The light. You know what? She had to do some things with that man to get the her power back on to finish the show. Let me tell you something. My vagina is not worth um, the electricity that That's runs. It's a damn thing. shame. <laughs> you need to pay your goddamn bills. Oh. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Tim. Thanks to everyone. Bye, y'all. Have a good night. See you next week. <laughs>